All right. All right. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, Diaz York, the King of Washington, the Prince of Seattle, Fly Guy D.Y. Oh, came up with a new one. <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, but you know how we always do it. Um, let's go ahead and just go ahead and give the round of applause. <clears throat> How's everybody doing? I hope everybody out there is doing great. Um, I finally have found topics to talk about. Um, yeah, because last episode it was really just incoherent babble. I was really just talking, but I like doing that. So I think I, I think that's going to be a Friday episode where I just get, you know, everything I was thinking about the whole week. I get it off my chest and I just, you know, kind of vent to y'all, you know what I'm saying? Um, but this week I got topics to talk about, you know what I'm saying? I got topics because last time I didn't have topics. And um, But first, man, you know, let's talk about the wind. Like, it's been windy. Light's been flickering, you know. I'm not scared of the dark or nothing, but it's crazy. It's going crazy right now outside. But I'm so glad it's fall because I was tired of I was tired of the summertime. I think everybody I was getting fed up. I can't speak for everybody else, but me personally, everybody's like the summertime's great, but it's just like I'm not really an outdoors person, you know? Like I'll do something. Like I'll go out of my house, but we have to go like you know what I mean, go find a place to like go chill or like but we couldn't cuz covid and there just wasn't nothing, there's just nothing to do this summer, which is weird. But, um, okay, so the first topic, I know that was a little weird. Um, so the first topic I wanted to talk about was relationships and compromising. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a relationship relationship, but like I was listening to a Joe Budden song. Now, the song's called Love I'm Good. Now, that, I love that album, All Love Lost. I think that's the album. It's so good. I love that album. Joe Budden doesn't get it. First of all, I just want to say this. Joe Budden does not get the respect he deserves. He deserves a lot of respect and a lot of credit for for just being... Because he was the first internet... He was the first, first He was the first internet dude that was getting hated on the internet. When the internet was starting to become popular, like when Twitter was starting to become popular, and like Facebook, but we don't really cared about Facebook. But when Twitter started started to become popular, Joe was getting hated on a lot. That was like that two thousand nine, that that love and hip hop New York type. That was Joe was killed. That Joe was in his prime. Joe was in his bag. I shouldn't say his prime because you know he was going through an addiction. He was just battling. He was just doing a lot of, you know, he was just going through it. But Joe was at the like, Joe got popular. Joe Budden got popular for all the wrong reasons. But now he's even more popular for the right reasons. And uh, so shout out to Joe Budden, man. One of my favorite, one of my favorite artists of all time. But anyway, the, the beginning of the song, the, uh, the the um, the prelude was just not really a prelude. I mean, it's a prelude, but um, the intro. There was she was there was this girl. She was talking about relationships and just compromising, and she was like, and I felt it. I, I really felt that because it, and to sum it up, she just pretty much said, "I know what love is. I come from a family that." You know, has shown me love and that uh, and that gives love and that receives love. But as far as a relationship goes, I have never. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that feels like because you have to compromise. And it got me thinking. I woke up. It was like two days ago. I woke up like at five o'clock in the morning. And it got me thinking. Like, what is what is a compromise in a relationship? Like, 
for because like, I've never ever ever had to tell one of my friends or girls that I've been intimate with that, hey, let's do this. Hey, let's compromise. Hey, let's. I've never ever had to say that ever, and typically I don't like saying that type of stuff. But I feel like it's like a mutual understanding or mutual agreement, for me. Um, but then, I, why do people get mad? My question that I pose is, why do people get mad when stuff doesn't go their way? And I feel, and also when when it comes to compromising, you know. But also, I feel like that's a good dialogue to have with your partner, like, or your significant other. Like, figure out what you want to give up and what you want to compromise. Now, it's a weird question to be like, hey, what are we gonna compromise? And I always, and I thought to myself, I was like, when people compromise, I feel like when people my age, young adults, and just starting to become adults, starting to come into their own, um, when they compromise, and I can, I and I, I never compromise my character, and my integrity, and my morals. I just never, in my ethics, I I never really compromise that, whether it be a friendship or whether it just be just whatever. I never really compromised that because I feel as if that, to me, that doesn't make sense. Why would you compromise who you are to get with someone? To get with someone that you want to be with or that you need to be with, that doesn't necessarily make sense to me. So, and anybody that, anybody that asks me like relationship advice or whatever, I just say, find out who you want to be, who find out who you are, and then it'll make the relationship transition a lot smoother than just trying to just hop into one, you know what I'm saying? And also, when it comes to the compromise, the compromising aspect of it, I feel like as if it's just things that you don't like. You know what I'm saying? I think I think that's just what it means by compromising. But people my age always give up something, give up a piece of themselves just to be with that other person. I don't do that. I try not to. There's no need for me to give up who I am in order to be with you, because then you're not the right fit. If you can't conform, not even to conform, but just adapt. To like my, because I can do the same for you. You know what I'm saying? Your morals and your values and your ethics. Like, I can adapt to that. And if you can't be able to adapt to mine, that's that's the compromise. Adapting and changing, you know what I'm saying? And you're going to change. I feel like as if people don't want to change, people are stuck in their ways. And like I said, you're going to change. There's going to be certain things you just don't do no more. And that's what I think, I think that's what I mean by compromising kind of equal... It's equal to changing, you know. People are just like, oh, I'll never change, and oh, I can't change, and don't change. You're gonna change the way you eat, change the way you live, because you're now, because now you're not thinking for one, you're thinking for two. You're not single anymore, so you can't just do whatever you want. You have to understand that there's somebody behind you or somebody that is at home looking at you. You know what I'm saying? Keeping an eye on you, not you know, keeping an eye on you. So you can't necessarily. Do whatever you want to do, and I feel like when that's when it that and that's what the problems in relationships like that's when like the cheating comes in because like well I want to do whatever I want to do but then I'm like, but then you have to ask yourself then why'd you get in a relationship then if you still want to do whatever you wanted to do that's why I never understood cheating like if you wanted to cheat like be promiscuous be single no one's gonna talk no one's gonna like no one's gonna bash you for doing that but as soon as you get into a relationship as soon as you stay as soon as you say I'm committed to you. Then that's a different ball game. Then you can't do half the stuff that you were doing, um, just being promiscuous and stuff. You can't do that no more. And I think that's a big problem. You know what I'm saying? That that's a problem for me. That's a problem. 
I think it's a problem. I don't I don't know if it is a problem, but I think it's a problem. But um what was I talking about? Oh yeah, changing. Yeah, you just can't so compromising equals changing. You're gonna change just like I said, you're just gonna change the way you do certain things. Um, but just don't give up who you are in order to just make the other person happy because then it sounds like you are a B you're a B word, fellas. And ladies too, you're a B word. You didn't you don't have what do you have to stand on? You have no morals, you have no integrity, so why would you even think about why would you change who you are? Why, you know? And I feel like people do that a lot my age. Like I said, people that don't know who they want to become and who they want to be in this world, they change, they just change it too much. And they flip-flop, you know what I'm saying? They're wishy-washy, you know? So to me, it, it sucks. Because you're like, you want to help them, but at the same time, if you don't want to help yourself, I can't help you. You know, I, I, I can lead the horse to the, to the lake, but I can't make the horse take a sip. I could tell you I could tell you to think about what you're doing, but I can't tell you what what to do. Like I can only tell you. I can only give you warnings and stuff like that. But other than that, I can't tell you. Like if you want to jump off the bridge, go ahead and jump off the bridge. But I'm gonna tell you, if you hit that water, it's gonna hurt like concrete. It's gonna hurt, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, but I just think compromising is a little different nowadays. I think people um people give up too much. And I feel like there got to be a mutual understanding. There has to be a mutual understanding. But is it said, though? That's my thing. Like, there's certain things that are said in a relationship, whether it be a friendship or a partnership with a business partner or whatever. That's still a form of a relationship. There's certain things that are said in that are that is commu- uh, that is communicated. So it's hard for me to be like, you know, it, it, it's hard. Like, is that one of those things that now, like I said, I don't know how to compromise. I said, I know what love is. You know what I'm saying? I, I have a family that gives a lot of, gives a great love. But like I was saying, um, I never, I never knew what to compromise. Like, what would I give up? If I had to give up something, what would I give up? Like, would it be a trait? That's my thing. Like, would it be a trait or would it be like a pet peeve, quote unquote? I don't know. It's not really even discussed between two people. Like I keep saying, it's more of a, a understanding. But if I had to give up something, what would I give up? I don't know what I would give up. I do not know what I would give up. It's the weirdest thing ever. What, what would I give up? I feel like I'm too nonchalant. I know that gets me in trouble sometimes. People think I just don't care. Or I care very little. But that's not even true. I care. But there's just certain things that just don't bother me. And they would think that it would bother me. I guess people think they take my 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 calmness for a lack of weakness. Also how nice I am. I let a lot of stuff slide because my my patience is a virtue. And I don't trip off. Of, I don't trip over little stuff. You know what I'm saying. But I guess that's one thing I could probably give up. Like be more attentive, and like be more alert. And probably I don't even know if I. It's. I guess you could probably say care more. I guess, but that's not even a pet. That's not even like a comp. That's like that is a compromise. That I give up something that makes me who I am. I'm just very calm, but I'm, I'm not. Oh, I've never been rah rah. I've never been that type of guy to be up in your face. Like I said, I've never been the alpha dog. I've always been the omega, meaning that I lead from the shadows and I watch people. I watch, 
and I and I lead from behind, I lead from behind the pack. I don't lead in front of the pack. Cause I don't want to get my head chopped off first. <laughs> There's ways to do it. I don't want to get my head chopped off first. I'm leading the pack from the uh, like every leader should probably lead from the back. I wonder if wolves do that. There's always an alpha, but I know there's an omega. I know there's an omega that's like, I see all. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I see it all, you know? So I guess I'd probably have to step out of that omega role and try to be the alpha. Like I said, I think, like I said, my demeanor, I'm more quiet and calm. So people just think you that you can run me over. Some think that, and but some try and it doesn't go too well for them. But because they're like, oh, he could turn up. I'm like, yeah, don't think that my don't don't fool don't, don't don't let it fool you. Don't let my demeanor fool you. I can't turn up. But I think that's probably the thing I'd probably give up is just be more me being more attentive. And it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice that I gotta be willing to make. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because if not, then uh, you know stuff happens. Things happen, and uh, you know it is what it is. But that's just my my little opinion, my little two cents. On the um, matter of just compromising in all relationships. You know, you got to sacrifice something in order for the greater good. I think that's just what it boils down to. But could it be discussed? I think that's the next question. Could it be discussed like verbally? Or is it more an understanding of body language and energy and aura? Like, is it like more like that? And I feel like it's more the latter than the former. Um, just just due to the simple fact that some people don't like talking about what makes them uncomfortable and what makes them people people will love talking about what makes them comfortable but not what makes them uncomfortable but the only way you get unco- but the only way you get comfortable is if you talk about what makes you uncomfortable so you can be comfortable talking about what's uncomfortable that's the only way but um I, yeah I think it's just more of an uh, an agreement thing with just the aura and the body language and stuff like that but anyway, on to the next one. On to the next topic I have. So I was on Snapchat, and I hate Snapchat. I use it for what it's worth and for entertainment. I probably people will probably look at my Snapchat and just like, well, how come he doesn't? Or just social media, period. How come he doesn't talk about like the serious stuff? Like I have a podcast for that. I have this. This is the show I have. This is the platform I have for this to talk about the serious stuff. You know, the stuff that nobody wants to hear about. You post it on your Snapchats and Instagrams. I post. I talk about it at hour for a forty-five minutes to an hour. You know, I talk about it at length, so I don't necessarily need to go over certain topics. I just don't need to, you know. So a lot of the times, I th- I talked about it before. Most of it is just jokes and stuff. I just talk about jokes. I don't really talk about nothing else but jokes, because jokes are funny, man. Jokes make people laugh. Jokes make people feel comfortable, but. I seen this one thing. And speaking of Cardi B, okay, this is ridiculous. She like I feel I was on I'm on Twitter. I'm at work. I'm on break. And I'm on Twitter, right? And I'm just like, you know, people are like one one um not even a meme page, but it's a meme page. It's not really a meme page, but one page that I follow on Twitter. It's like one of the underground pages that are really, really popular. Not even really underground, but it's like one of the pages that are really popular. But the, but it's funny, like, the, the Twitter community knows these type of pages. It's one of those pages, and um, it was just like, why is Cardi B, why is Cardi B's boobs on my timeline type stuff? Now, 
I'm not actively going to seek this. There's one guy on Twitter. He made it the profile picture on his Twitter. I said, okay. I said, okay. Weirdo. But, and then they were talking about her areolas. And I was just like, why are we talking about, who cares? This is what I mean by the stuff I don't care about. This is the totem pole. Like the totem pole of things that I don't care about. The last thing I want to see and care about is Cardi B's boobs. Now I seen the picture. I'm not. A, I'm not a fool. You know. I'm not an idiot. Like I. I it doesn't necessarily mean I'm an idiot, but I'm just not blind. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you see somebody like, oh, Cardi B has her boobs out. Well, let's see. And like her boobs were out. But my thing was like she was drunk. Like she looked super drunk. Like she was either she was inebriated, whether she was high or she was drunk. She was just inebriated. And I was just like, in one like hip hop. Well, I think it's Double XL Magazine posted an article talking about she's getting sympathy for posting her boobs. But my thing is like, why is she getting sympathy for posting her boobs? And when we're and, and I was just like, but she did it. You can't get sympathy for something that you did. That that doesn't even make sense. I I like she was drunk, so we're gonna just be like, we're gonna feel sorry for her. Like you were drunk and you post a picture. Like here's the thing. Like when you take a picture, because you still have to be able to hit send. To, the, to, to post on your story. You still have to be able to do that. Now, this begs the difference. This is a different question I have. It was probably meant for someone else. The, the intention was for someone else. It wasn't for nobody. It was probably for somebody else. It was not, you know what I'm saying? It was for somebody else. I'm going to keep it 1,000. That was probably for someone else. But, obviously, it got leaked. Excuse me. It got leaked, and that's what happened. I wonder what she said. I don't really care about what she said because it doesn't pertain. It doesn't care. But everybody's talking about there's no areola slander. These people that are just virgins that are talking about her boobs. I'm like, but everybody's just talking about her boobs because that's just the news of the day. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense. That's just the news of the day. So that's just what it is, you know? So I don't know why people are talking about no type of slander. Whatever. Dork. Hey, you're a dork. You are a dork. People are the dorks. You're the dork for saying that we're not going to slander her boobs. And you're also the dork and the people and there's the other side of the dorks for saying that for for even talking about it. You're a dork. But if it's the news of the day, I can understand because it's Twitter. And Twitter should probably be like when you're in high school, when you understand life a little bit better. But that was just speaking of so cause because this girl, I don't know who is some Facebook. She 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 she. She just said, okay, so it's a post. Man, excuse me. Um, it's a post saying she was like because of um because of WAP. It was it was reposted on someone's Snapchat. Now I don't. Here's the thing. I was like when I read it, I I I literally started laughing because I could I attacked all the points. Anyway, because of WAP, we we have learned. 27-year-old Cardi B is worth over $8 million, married and is an amazing mother, yet men hate her. What is the eight? My thing is, like, when you throw money in there, what does that signify? People don't like Jeff Bezos, and he's worth a billion, billions of dollars. The same with Bill Gates. The same with Warren Buffett. The same with Mark, uh, is it Mike? Mike Zuckerberg. Like, same with Donald Trump, worth billions of dollars. People don't like those people. So my thing is, like, what is money does not determine your worth or your value. Yet men hate her. I don't know how how a man would hate her for that. Men now. 
I'm not a huge fan of generalizing. I try not to because it's wrong to generalize a population of people when you don't know everybody. You can't speak for billions of men and I can't speak for billions of women. So I say some. <laughs> I say some that probably think like this. So I'm going to help her out and I'm going to say some men hate her. Because when she generalizes, when she say men hate her, that shoots down the argument. Because I can easily just say for all the points, because all the points say men still hate her. I can say, uh, not true, some men don't like her. But I don't know how you would even hate on somebody like that. You hate on somebody that's getting money and that's just doing whatever they need to do, take care of business. I don't know how you hate on somebody like that. I really don't. It's weird to say men hate her. I think, me personally, I don't like her music. I, and I was never a fan of it when she won... First of all, let's say you know the Grammys is a popularity contest because she's had other albums out and they haven't, or had other songs and they haven't been critically uh, the same, they haven't even met the same success. So you know it was all popularity because she was the hottest thing out at the time. Like, for real. Like, she should have never be, if anything, I thought Nipsey Hussle should have won that year in the Grammys for the uh, 2018 Grammys. Nipsey Hussle should have won Best Rap Album, but Travis Scott was on fire. J. Cole was like, they should have gave it to Travis Scott. I'm like, Travis Scott would have really, he would have really appreciated that more. I feel like Nipsey Hussle, him getting the Grammy for that year, for that album, would probably just been recognition from just the white people. But then they weren't, weren't going to give him that. But the white people love Cardi B. They love Cardi B. They just love her. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? They love her. I know why. They love her for the wrong reasons, though. Like, she's a, she seems like a good person. She seems like a cool chick. She seems like a good mother. I don't know her personally, but to me, her music is just not that good. Like, she's not better than Meg. She's not better than Cash Doll. She's better than Nicki Minaj. I don't like Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj was weak. After, she had that Young Money run, and then after that, she started doing that weird stuff, dyeing her hair. I just didn't agree with it. Like, what was the rebrand for? Like, what was that for? You know what I'm saying? I, I just didn't. And then she got with the sex offender, and then she lost all credibility for me. Like... She had a she has she has a kid like but then like your the baby's father couldn't see the kid because like he couldn't be around like children because he's a sex offender, like dog, you need to get a new like you know people are stupid. I like I said my point to, my I say that to say that people are stupid, and it says twenty five year old Meg is worth over three million educated, a woman's motivator yet men hate her. How? How do we hate her? But like, how do we hate her? Give me the reasons why we hate her. I don't hate Meg. Meg is, Meg, first of all, Meg is really, really beautiful. Second of all, good artist. She seems like a cool person. Like, I don't see why, I don't, I don't, I don't know people enough. Hate is internal. Hate is if you know somebody. She used the wrong word. Jealous is different. Jealousy, men envy her. Women envy her. They're jealous of her. Like they're, they, they're jealous. I wouldn't say hate her because you can't hate somebody you don't know. Like hate is a strong word that it runs internal like love. Like love's a strong word. And you don't believe when people say they love you because they don't know you. How you, how you love me? You don't know me. You see all the time celebrities be like, you don't know me. How, how you love me? They should have the same attitude and the same, you know, they should, they should attack that same attitude with how do you hate me when you don't even know me? My point exactly. You don't know me. So how can you hate me? It's it's all you just you envy me. You're jealous of me. You know, you wish you were in my position. I think that's what that is. But 
I don't know how you can hate on two beautiful women. I just don't know how you can two beautiful women. One's one's Hispanic and one's black. Like how do you hate on black and brown people? Two beautiful black and brown people. How do you how do you hate on how you how do you, how do you hate on those people? You can't. It's hard to hate on people that you don't know. Jealousy is envy, and money is the root of all evil. And jealousy is like I said, jealousy is envy. But the money doesn't have nothing to do with it. I don't understand it, but we're gonna continue. Men hate women who love to party, but hate going to parties with no women. I think that's all of them. And I think the men hate women who love to party. I just think they don't like when they have fun without them. I think that's what that boils down to. I don't necessarily think they don't like women who don't go to parties. Like with me personally, like if you want to go to the party, if you want to go to the shindig and get your boogie on, go ahead, go to, go to the go to the shindig and get your boogie on. If you want to go to the speakeasy, go ahead and get your boogie on. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit up here and hold you back from having fun. But there'll be times where I'm like, man, I wish I was there with her to have fun. But I know she wanted this time with her friends. So I gave her that time. You know, like, I'm not tripping off that. I never trip. That's what I mean. I'm not tripping. I don't trip off certain stuff like this. But I just think it it boils down to men hate women who love the party. You shouldn't love the party. (laughs) You shouldn't love the party. Period. That goes for anybody. That means you have nothing going on. If you just love the party, if you're going out and doing stuff all all the time... To me, it seems like it's a void. You're feeling something that's not there. You need to go get another sti- like a, another stimulus, mental stimulus, physical stimulus, which is a party. But um, it's not that, like I said before, it could be that or it can be the former. It can be just men just don't like when women don't have fun without them sometimes. And that's sometimes that's okay because women are just like that too. Hey, women are just like that. If... if my girl, would, if I, my girl would be upset if I went to go party all the live long day. Like, upset. Like, why would you do that? And not pay attention to what I got. Like, why, why, why? You know? Like, no. Like, if I, yeah, no. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? So, but, but hey, going to parties with no women. What's the point of going to a party with no women? What is this? What are we doing? You know? That's my thing. I go to a party to talk to women. I came with dudes, but I'm trying to talk to women. I think that's just everybody. And vice versa, you came with your, your homegirls, you're, you're trying to talk to some guys at the party. Nothing's wrong with that. So get that one out of here. That's a that's a scratch. Men hate women who want... Ha- uh, wait, 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 wait. Men hate women who have sex, yet want to have sex with women. No, we don't. Who says that? This was the. This is now. It's getting into territory of people that she knows. You could just tell because men don't hate women who want to have sex. That makes no sense. Men hate women who want to have sex. Yet, men hate women who have sex. No one hates a woman who who has sex. Somebody's probably getting. I'm not even gonna say it. But somebody's probably having sex right now. You know what I'm saying? The word I was going to say was drilled, but I'm not going to say that. But somebody's probably having sex right now. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, bro, what are you, ta- bro, what are you talking about? I'm like, Russell, I'm like Russell Westbrook with that one meme. What? Bro, what are you talking about? Like, what? What are you talking about? Like, who cares? Like, who cares? Like, you're so caught up in... You're just caught up. You're just doing the wrong. Who cares? And hate's a strong word. Like, it's so strong. 
It has the same effect as love. Like it's so strong. And it says men hate ind- men hate independent women yet hate uh what? Men hate independent women yet hate for their own women to be independent on them. Well, get your own hustle. I don't hate it. But don't always depend on me. Because what is that what does that show you? What what is it and if we have children, what does that show them? You know what I'm saying? And I think it's good that women have their own hustle and get their own get their own money. That's your money. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna dig in your pockets. And that's the thing about compromising. When when it comes to that, we can compromise and make it a joint account and make sure we put funnel funnel money into that account so we can pay for the house or but whatever money I'm making on my own is my money that I make on my own. You see what I'm saying? And vice versa. It's fine to have your own money. I respect your hustle and I respect your passion. I don't know why people think I depending depending on someone's different. They own women to depend on them. I don't think a woman really depends on them. And I think women are tired of hearing that from other men and women. I think they are. So I think that that it's changing. That used to be the thing, what, in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s? Like, that used to be the thing before the 2000s. But after 2010, that stuff changed. <laughs> that whole depending on men stuff changed because they realized they could get it on their own and probably do it better. And rightfully so. You know what I'm saying? Go get, go get your money. Go get your money. Keep you a hustle whether you broke or not. Go get your money. There's money. They, they throwing money in people's face. Go get your money. Go get your money. All the women out there, go get your money. Go get it. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody tell you any different. Go get your money. Don't let, don't let me or another man stop you from getting what's yours. For real. Go get your money. I'm all here for it. I respect your hustle and I respect your passion. So go ahead and get that money. I ain't mad at you. I got number love for you. Keep doing your thing. Um, men hate women who dress provocatively, yet cheat with women who wear H-O-E-ish. What? I don't get that. It's contradictor. It's contradicting. Because why would men hate? It's appealing. First of all, I see why she says that. But why would you, what? It's it's all a double standard. Everything she's saying is just a double standard. The whole the whole post is a double standard, and she's contradicting herself because if the roles were flipped, you wouldn't. You, you, women would be like, I wouldn't care. Yeah, surface you wouldn't care. Of course you wouldn't care on the surface level. But like, why would you? Like what? If I walked out the house, I can't say that. But what's provocative? Like showing midriff? I wouldn't even call that provocative. Now, if you're like, if you had like, um, I'm trying to think. If you had like on race, I'd be like, yo, what you wearing? You know what I'm saying? Because you, you lost your mind. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, I'm trying to figure it out too. And you're not cold or nothing? Like, what are you doing? Like, if you're wearing a lace to like go to the store, there's something totally different. Something, 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 something got to give. Because I'm a man and I like that stuff. So I like it. So I know the next guy's gonna like it. So why are you wearing it? And you supposed to be mine. We supposed to, you know, we supposed to hold it down. I'm not telling you what you can't wear, but think about what you wear. You sound like I and you and your actions is like Aisha Curry. You want somebody to tell you that you're pretty? What? Have you got what? But what are you talking about? <laughs> she thought that was funny when she said that. I was like, but what are you talking? Like what? 
she was like, I want somebody to tell me that I'm pretty, like how they tell Steph how he's fine and the whole nine. But I'm just like, bro, what? You're not Steph Curry. You're not worth $400 million. You're not. You're not one of the more, you're not, you're not, you're not the most marketable athlete on earth. Besides, it's between him, LeBron, and Anthony Joshua. You're not that. So he's in every poster, every billboard. He is Under Armour. You're just Aisha Curry that has Target, that has a Target line. Nothing's wrong with having a Target line. Like I said, go get your money, but you're not going to be Steph Curry. Understand that there's roles, and that's a different society that he lives in. He still lives with you, and he's still married to you, and he probably still loves you. But that's a, when he's doing now, he's, that's a different society right there. That is a different society right there. That's all I'm going to say. But the provocative stuff, bro, look. You want to dress like that? No. Well, we're going to talk about it. But if you want to, if you really, really want to wear that and you really think that's cute, then you wear it. But nine times out of ten, you can't even answer why you're wearing that besides it's cute. So that's cute. It's not going to cut it. So you better come with a better answer or a better excuse to change my mind. If not, I'm going to tell you to throw on some... Throw on some ball shorts and a tank top and a hoodie and go to the store. <laughs> Hello. But but cheat with women who wear... Yeah, because most of the time, if they cheat with somebody, they're doing that to get the attention. So you just contradicted yourself. I wouldn't want the, I wouldn't want my girl to wear that because I know that's what could happen to me. If that makes sense. I wouldn't want my girl to wear that. Like, why would I want my girl to wear lace? If another girl wears lace, that's on her and her man ain't holding her down. But, uh, and this is in caps, too. Okay, so the next one's in all caps. I'm just trying to figure out, like, I don't know, man. Men hate with a passion. Women buying whole houses and cars with OnlyFans, yet they are the main consumer. Well, that was the point of OnlyFans. I don't see, and she said, make it make sense. What do you conclude from this? And the person that reposted it said, this, the, whole, the male species is contradicting as a whole. Now, um, yeah, we are. Women are too. Um... Because we get our game from women. As much as men don't like to admit it, we get our game from women. If you watch how to maneuver, like women. That's why women don't get caught to like the, like the, like the last second. Women slip up because they show... Because they, they, they don't know how to play the both sides with the emotion. So they slip. That's how I think that's when they slip up. But other than that, if women knew how to play the, 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 the E card right, the emotion card right, women would not slip up. Women could cheat, do whatever they want. Men run the world, but women make it go around. So if you know that, then you know how you know the game already. But like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with majority of that stuff because if the roles were flipped, it'd be the same for women. Like I don't get it. Like I said, I respect your hustle, respect your passion, and that's my next topic. Like respect your passion for real. Like that's your passion. If you that OnlyFans is not a passion. Being an adult actress is not really a passion. I call it a hustle. And I respect your hustle. At first, I didn't understand it because I was just like, well, it's free on Pornhub. And it's just free. There's millions of porn sites. It's just It can just get leaked and 
then your product's bad. But it's actually all publicity is good publicity. So if it does get leaked, if it does so happen to get leaked, you'll get way more popularity for it. And then you wouldn't have to do that because then you can get money different ways. So, but I feel like that's a respect your passion. I mean, respect your hustle first, then respect your passion. But um, for for the OnlyFans and just for that type of stuff, like I respect the hustle because you they make a lot, they make a killing for it. For it, I'm not a sucker. It's a sucker. I'm not a sucker, so I'm not gonna pay ten bucks a month to see you masturbate or anything like that. There's just no point to me. I can go out there and go get some. You see what I'm saying? But I'm not a sucker. I don't fall for that trap. That's a trap. That's really a trap. But there's a million of boneheads out there. There's millions of boneheads. Because if you get 300 a month, I mean, or not even that. Like, let's just say if you get, if you have a 10, um, if you have a thousand subscribers and they and those subscribe, it's not even a lot of subscribers, right? It doesn't seem like a lot, but if all ten, so let's say they all, you know, because ten dollars a month is a lot, so that's ten thousand. That's ten thousand. So your thousand subscribers pay ten bucks a month. That's a thousand dollars. That's I mean, excuse me, your thousand subscribers pay ten dollars a month. That's ten thousand dollars. What are you? You're Jim Jones. Balling. You're balling. You know what I'm saying? And if your body's a product, then that's just what it got to be. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I respect the hustle. I respect it because we've been making a lot of money. You make $120,000 120, off OnlyFans. Probably after taxes, probably somewhere around the 96 mark. Probably even 96 mark. Probably somewhere around the low. Probably like 100. Probably, I'll probably say about 100. No, about 90. About They'll probably take their 30. 30, probably take about close to 30000 of taxes. You're in a different tax bracket now, baby girl. So they're probably going to take around there. You probably get paid around ninety grand, which is still a lot of money for, for one year. And that's just and that's just off. That's just a base number I gave you for $1,000. If you're really good and you're really popular, let's say you got a booming Twitter and a booming Instagram, you're already, you're already making more money. And that's, that's 20 grand right there. You got 2,000 subscribers, that's 20 grand. You got fifteen hundred. That's fifteen grand. You know what I'm saying? So I respect the I respect the hustle. And everybody's like, "Would you?" And people ask me all the time, like, "Would you support your girl doing OnlyFans?" I wouldn't care. Um, it's money, and those guys are suckers. You're a sucker if you fall for that trap. Like, bro, you fall, you fell for the trap. The okie doke. Like half these girls won't even let half the dudes that subscribe to them touch them. You see what I'm saying? So that's the okie doke right there. But um. Yeah, I mean, like, if my girl wanted to do that, I'm not recording none of that. I support it 100%, but I wouldn't record it because then I want to get in on the action. What, what, I, what do I look like putting myself, you know what I'm saying, on OnlyFans? Who do I look like? You know what I'm saying? And like I said, that's your money. That's your money. You know, if you're doing that, that's your money. But, and only a handful of people can do that, really. Because you hear about some of these girls talking about, I'm going to do OnlyFans. I'm like, I hope you don't. <laughs> I just hope you're going to waste all your money and all your time. I can't tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you thinking about what you're doing because are you really like that, though? Are you Anthony Davis? Are you like that? You know, like, you ain't like that. I can tell you, I'll, be the first, I'll tell you to your face you ain't like that. So, and I, and you got to ask people. It, honestly, ask a dude, would you pay 10 bucks a month 
for only no. And if a girl asked me, I'd be like, no. And if she wasn't like that, I would be like, absolutely not. No, I would not pay ten bucks a month for that. That's od, for real. But passion, man, respect. I'm so ambitious. You know what I'm saying. Like I said, my ambition sometimes kills my compassion. Um, I just want the best for me and my family. So, but I gotta have another person that's just like that. You know what I'm saying? Like my ambition is real, you know, and my passion's real. Like I'm passionate about doing this, the pod, and I'm about to have I'm about to have a talk show in the next year. I'm about to build my set within the next year, and well, within this year, 2020, and then early 2021, I'm about to build my set. So. And I'm, I'm passionate and I'm focused about it and I'm not getting paid for it. You know what I'm saying? I respect my passion. I respect the grind of it all. But then there's sometimes when I talk to girls, it's just not the same. There is no passion. Like school to me is not a passion. People could be like, well, school is this. That's why I never understood people that are really into school. Heavy. Like school is not a hustle. School is not a passion. School is a tool. Money is not a hustle. Money is not passion. You cannot get passionate about something that can, that's so finite. You can't. That it. It could go in a snap of your fingers. It's, it's turning to dust. It's gone. Like, money is a tool. School's a tool. School is not a passion. It's just a tool. And I never understood people that were so into, like, school heavy. Like, I, I, I understood school what it was when I first, you know, ninth grade year. I understood what it was. So I never understood, like, I never really cared. I cared for school, but I understood it was just a tool. And I knew that I would learn way more outside of school. School don't teach you about certain things in life that life is going to teach you. Life is the best teacher <laughs> because there ain't no books for it. There ain't no courses for it. You got to live it. There's books and there's curriculums that are old as dirt. And you mean to tell me that you're passionate about books and curriculums that are recycled every year? You're passionate about that? That's your hustle? That's weird to me. I res- if, if you call that your hustle and your passion, I respect it. But... It ain't gonna get you paid though. You can have you could acquire all that knowledge, but if you don't apply it, it ain't gonna get you paid. And you would apply it with your passion, you know what I'm saying? You apply the knowledge that you obtain and that you gain with something that you're passionate about. If you wanna help people financially, then you become a financial advisor, then you learn about all the money stuff and you go to school for that type of stuff. And then you can apply your knowledge with your passion and boom, now you can pay off of your knowledge and your passion. Come on. You know what I'm saying? And if you love it so much, it wouldn't even feel like a, like you're ever working. You know, you love it. It's something that you want to do for the rest of your life. It's not going to feel like a job. It's going to feel like this is this is a part of me. This is an extension of me, you know? You're going to feel like it's a kid. It's an extension of me. But I never understood people that just didn't don't have a passion. Like, that's a turnoff to me. You got to have a passion. You talk about school all the time, I'm going to get so turned off and be like, oh, I don't care. When you talk about school, it's like me talking about 2K. Like, it's not a passion. It's not a hustle. It's just something that I do. <laughs> like, it's just a, it's something I do for fun. Like, school is what you do for fun. And like I said, I can get a job. Somebody could be get a, have a doctorate, and I can, get the, I can get a job before them. It's not because of what I know. It's because of who I know. So you got to play the game that way as well. And that's, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. Like I say, we live in a day and age. It's not, no, it's not who you know. It's what you know. And I respect the passion. But I, but anybody, you know, people, girls or dudes, whomever, you got a passion, I respect that 100% because you got to understand that you ain't going to get paid off of it at first. 
You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to get paid off of it at first. You, you know, you got to stay down for the come up. And respect that, though. Respect it. You know? Respect your passion. Because if you don't respect your passion, you'll quit. And you'll give up. But always, you know, you got a passion. You got a dream. You got to protect it. You got to go after it. And you got to respect your dream and respect your passion. Because if not, like I said, you're going to quit. And it's, it's harder to quit. It's harder to quit. You know, when you're working towards it, it's hard to quit. You don't want to quit. But, you know, if you're not, because you, it, it, sometimes it's going to take, sometimes it takes six months and sometimes it takes six years for you to reap what you sow, reap the benefits of what you've been doing. But as long as you stay prolific, you know, you're all good. But that just about does it. I hope, you know, for the last, for those last five minutes or so, I hope people really understand what I was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it's real. You got to respect your passion and get a passion. If you're into books and stuff, get a passion. Because books ain't a passion. <laughs> books ain't a passion. Books are a passion, but like I'm talking about school. If you're into school, school is not a passion. School is not a hustle. You can't make money from going to school. You just can't unless you're a teacher. Then that's a hustle and that's a passion. But if you're going to school, there's nothing. that School can't pay you the way you pay school. And that is weird. But um, but that just about does it for this episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I'm your host, Diaz York, the King of Washington, the Prince of Seattle. Um, yeah, like I said, be on the lookout. YouTube, you know, I'm about to start I'm working on that still. Working on the said, as I spoke about previously. And we doing it big time. You think you're big time? Well, you're going to die big time. I'm, I'm Al Pacino now. But let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. If you listen all the way up to this point, I don't know if you can hear me, but <clears throat> if you listen to up all the way to this point, I appreciate it. I thank you. Hope y'all bless, mask up, stay safe, and uh, stay down for the come up, and I'll see y'all later. I'm out. Peace.